Welcome, listener, to the tale of such an unlikely duo as you have yet heard. And their third companion, well, an even stranger accomplice still. I am to be your guide on this journey, this stroll through the dark places of the world. Such extraordinary and magical things you will learn, dark and dangerous too. We begin our story, as many great stories do, with a witch's cauldron. Welcome, listeners, to the terrible misadventures of Trixie and Gorgon. Trixie, did you oil my boots? Stupid boots, stupid sister. Won't let me go above. Trixie! Yes, I oiled your boots. Here. I told you to leave them in my room. Uh. Don't be mad at me because you can't go to the world above. And check on the cauldron. Ah, but who among us has not quarreled with their family? Even you, dear listener, perhaps your own sibling has been a thorn in your side, or your mother or father. Alas, poor Trixie often found herself at odds with her coven, forever stuck in the underworld performing treacherously boring chores like oiling boots or stirring cauldrons or sweeping cobwebs. But you see, Trixie was simply not mean enough, not vindictive enough, She wasn't very talented with potions, nor quick-witted, or fast, or strong. And the land of the living was no place for a witch with no powers. Oil my boots. Stir the cauldron. Feed the newts. Ugh. I'm strong enough to go above. I'll show her. I'll show the whole coven. I can do this. Try to keep me locked up on Halloween night. I'll show them. Do not worry, my esteemed eavesdroppers. Our favorite witch is not running away forever. No, she is merely parting company with her coven for this most sacred of nights. The one night that the ghosts, goblins, witches, and vampires are able to ascend into the world of green grass and concrete, of jungle gyms, fruit punch, and bicycles. The one night when the veil between the underworld and our own world thins. The one night in which things really do go bump. This most sacred night of Halloween. I'll show them all. And now we go to the belly of the underworld, deep in a cavern. In the lowest depths lies the home of the goblins, a grimy reptilian species with a singular focus on gold above all other things. With the exception of one goblin, that is. Oi, Gorgon! What's the matter with you? Why is this? Uh, is pancetta with chicken and a cream sauce? How many times do I gotta tell you? We're goblins. We eat meat and gruel. Meat and gruel. That's it. Got it? But I... Meat and gruel. And turn off that music. You see, goblins are a simple bunch. They do very little but search for gold and hoard what they find. All of life's joys, good music and food and companionship, soft pillows and books and art, these things mean little to a goblin. But Gorgon, dear listener, he was a strange sort of goblin, for his deepest desire was not for gold, but for golden pot pies, not for riches, but rich, flavorful soups. 
The lust for gold held in the heart of every goblin carried much less joy for Gorgon than cooking. And so, much like Trixie, by his goblin peers, he was viewed as a weakling. A strange bird, they might call him, if they had birds in the underworld. But since there are nothing but bats in the underworld, they just called him strange. Valkyr, come to me, my son. Which brings us to the third character in this dark world of even darker magic. One who lives in our own world of the living, but knows the dark truth of the underworld. Uh, yes, father. I have a gift for you. Wow, is this for me? Inlaid with silver and iron, blessed by a priest. It will slay any evil beasts of the underworld. Oh, thank you, father. Uh, I don't know what to say. Stop blathering. It's time you had your own blade for tonight. <laughs> you shall slay a demon. Now, let us prepare our steeds for this night, where you join your rightful place among us. Some might call this young man a hero, others might see a villain, but he, much like you yourself, dear listener, is a complicated being, born into a world that demands a sacred right, a task undertaken by his father and his father's father, and so on, back as far as anyone could remember. Quickly, son. The creatures of the night wait for no man and no boy. I'm ready, father. Good. Take your helmet. I've placed two-way radios inside. May Odin guide us this night to the portal to once again protect this world from that which lies below. Tonight, I'm going to make you proud, father. Odin prayed his Before we go any further, I feel I must explain to you how the world really works. You might have been told by your parents or your friends or someone on one of those glowing screens you all carry around with you that the world is a safe place, that all is well and good and there are no such things as witches and goblins and demons and such. The person who told you these lies did not do it to hurt your feelings. No, quite the opposite. They wanted to protect you. They might even believe the untruth they spoke to you, but I assure you, the world is a dangerous place full of dark and wondrous things. The world is, in fact, held in the balance between good and evil like a teacup on a needlepoint. But every Halloween, the scales tip ever so slightly, and the shroud between our worlds is torn. Every year, for one night only, the residents of the underworld are given free reign in the world above. Since time immemorial, demons and ghosts and monsters so terrible I'd rather not name them would rise from the darkness below to wreak havoc on the world of the living. So, many generations ago, a group was formed to fight back, to keep the evil at bay. For centuries, these secret soldiers have done their duty. They have hunted all manner of underworldlings, including, yes, my friend, witches and goblins too. Though their preferred victim was the most powerful of them all, and the hardest to kill, a demon. 
But the group's focus on demon hunting warped them, and every passing year the demon hunters became harder, colder, till it came to be that the son of a demon hunter was not a man until he had proven himself by slaying a demon. Which leads us to our current predicament. As you will soon see, a clash betwixt a demon and a hunter can be most dangerous for any caught in their crossfire. Ugh! I knew I should have taken the left at the river sticks. Stupid Hildy never showed me how to get topside. What is this place? Just a big open field filled with... What are these, mushrooms? Oh, look at that one. This will go nicely with the bone broth. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I'm going to cook this with the bones of my enemies. Who goes there? Who goes where? Well, we can't stand here all night growling at each other. Beatrix the Bold, High Witch of the Dark Coven. What's your name, Goblin? I'm Gorgon. Gorgon? Gorgon the Goblin. Yeah, so? Isn't that a girl's name? No, it's not a girl's name. But it's a female monster. Yeah, what of it? I just mean that it's a funny sort of name for a boy goblin. One of Medusa's sisters, right? What? Beatrix is so great. Like, what do they call you? Be like a little bug? No. I go by Trixie and... What are you doing? Why do you have all those mushrooms? Aren't you supposed to be guarding your gold or whatever? No. I mean, I, I don't. I, aren't you supposed to be boiling lizards or something? Honestly, I don't know how you witches can stand the smell of it. If it was me, I'd start with some garlic and onion. What? I just mean the smells. I don't know how you can stand it. Oh, and I suppose you think goblins smell like roses and dandelions. And so the two bickered even as they walked through the field of mushrooms together, unaware of what would soon set them on their terrible path. Meanwhile, the danger was near at hand. The entrance is near. Soon you will fulfill your destiny, just as I did. Uh, entrance, father? Quickly, my son. The hunt has begun. Wait, wait. You're saying they do it inside? Indoors. All the time. Doesn't that smell bad? They go into water, then flush it away. Into water? What do they drink? Soda. Also something called coffee, which smells really... Follow you to the ends of the earth. Father, wait! By the spear of Odin! <coughs> Father, where are we? Three Valkyrie. This one is mine. Father! A dejected Valkyrie was not the only one escaping in tonight. No, as the battle raged, all the creatures of the underworld took flight in the face of the terrible carnage. 
Even our unlikely companions, Trixie and Gorgon, fled the terrifying fight together towards the only escape, the cave from which the demon hunters had emerged. Wait, what was that? I don't know, come on! No, wait! Gorgon, come on! Whoever wins that fight in the forest is coming for us next! We have to... It's a, a baby. Oh my goddess. Ah, uh, yes, that is quite the ending, is it not, my friends? Though all might not be over for Trixie, Gorgon, and their strange new companion. No, there is still much to the story, still much to be told on the next installment of the terrible misadventures of Trixie and Gorgon. Next time, on the terrible misadventures of Trixie and Gorgon. Can't you make that thing be quiet? You gotta make a demon baby be quiet, Spell. Wait, where are I... we? What are those twinkling lights? Those are stars. We're in the above. Uh, the overworld? This is Poppin' Elysia Projections.